Welcome to episode seven of Hair Biz Radio with your hosts, Zakira and Mikey. Yes. So this week we're going to be covering email marketing, which is a very vital component of your marketing strategy when it comes to your hair brand. Actually, it is probably the most underutilized marketing technique that I see people in the hair business using. Uh, Definitely. A lot of people are using social media, but what they don't know is what if social media was to just die next week? Like, would you still be able to sell so much money in hair, like so much hair? Yeah, you got to really think about that. I mean, you can think the same what happens when email marketing or like email, which obviously email is not going to disappear. Email isn't going anywhere. (laughs) It's never going to go anywhere, but you got to think what happens with that? What happens if if you were optimizing your site for SEO and Google changed something? You know, one of the things you got to think about is if you see like Alexa, that you know, those oh, Alexa yeah. machines in the Google Home, I don't have one yet. But, you know, eventually you're just going to be ordering from these things. So the question is, how do you have your hair business like lit on that Alexa or yeah. that Google Home or whatever those things are called? I, I need to probably get one. They're only like 50 bucks. Maybe just have one to try. Yeah, maybe. But you should definitely be... Keeping up with your email list, email marketing, just as much as you do your social media. Yeah. So before we get into that, I think we should talk a little bit about what's been going on this week. Ah, this week has been great. We hit a record. Yeah, we hit a record sales yesterday. Our special guest, Jules, was awesome. Yeah, she was amazing. I can't wait for everyone to hear that uh, That that episode. episode. That would be episode six. That's episode six. This is episode seven. (laughs) Yeah, she talked. She talked everything about entrepreneurship, starting her own salon, the obstacles and challenges that she had. She talked about products, forcey hair, not a lot of natural hair. She's a, a natural hairstylist and she's doing amazing things in the hair industry right now. So make sure you guys check out episode six. Yeah, and subscribe too. Yeah, make sure you uh, subscribe. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I think a lot of people that have podcasts say that. Subscribe. We all want subscribers. Subscribe. And if you get any good information out of it, make sure you leave a review. We love reviews. Yeah, we do love reviews. Good ones. Okay ones. Critique-ish ones. Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) mean, that's that's cool. I mean, we're only on episode seven. So, you know, our podcast is not perfect, but we're getting there. I think it's flowing pretty well. Yeah, I think it's... We've actually got a lot of good feedback. People are listening to it. They're like, oh my God, when I'm like getting ready, I listen to it. Oh yeah. I'm learning a lot. Cooking, listening to it. Oh my gosh, that's so cool when you hear stuff like that, (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Vanilla said she was making some food while she was listening to us. Yeah. So, I just walked into the office. We got a humongous box of our Vietnamese straight hair extensions, which ah, take forever so to get, just forever. And I know we're short stock on some of the shorter lengths, but I had about 30 bundles of the 40 inches. And there was a ton of people in the showroom, and I just kind of walked in with these, and literally everyone was kind of talking, and then it was like silence. <laughs> Once everyone sees that many bundles of the 40-inch hair, it was just dead silence. And you sure it was the bundles or maybe was it that you're a guy with a hair fleek hat on and you walked in with bundles? Okay, it's definitely a weird combination. You don't <laughs> normally see guys that look like myself walking in with 40-inch bundles, so they were probably a little bit confused. A little confused. A little confused, <laughs> but I can't wait for next week. And I'll put, I'll take a photo of the bundles. We'll put it in the show notes. HD will take a... Nice photo of me, you know, maybe wiggling them around or something. But next week, we're going to have the 40-inch blonde. Oh, that's just going to stop them. That's going to be showstopper right there, my 40-inch blonde. Showstopper. I mean, where do you get 40-inch blonde bundles just like that? Mm -hmm. I wonder where Nikki gets hers from. 
Yeah. I wonder where she does get hers from. I wonder what, you know what's funny is like it looks good and like, is it really good? Yeah. Like how long does that last her? Like, is, are those wigs or is she like? Uh, I'm sure it's a wig, right? Yeah, probably. But I'm just wondering like the actual hair that they use, like is it. What's the quality of it? Yeah. What's the quality? Because, you know, on photos, everyone's like, oh, that looks good. Looks good. Like we know. Yeah. You can't tell if that thing's Photoshop or photogenic. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you don't know what it is. So, like, people always want to oh, see photos gosh. of the hair. And I'm like, you know what? It's cool. Yeah, you can see it. But honestly, like, if you have a good stylist with crappy hair, oh, they yeah, can they make can it make look. Anything look like I mean, anything. I can give mm-hmm. Dallas, you know, not our hair, obviously, but, like, <laughs> hair from, like, some, you know, whatever crappy hair. You can make that thing look good for a day. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for a day. For a day. <laughs> For her day, you know, as soon as she does anything, she tries to wash it, this, that, the other, that thing's going to, you know, <laughs> mad up like a monster. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Not going to be pretty. Mm-mm. But yeah, I was working on the education stuff before I came here. And then I was watching some other tutorials of the software I use to make tutorials. And then I realized I didn't actually like how I did my videos. And I try to record a bunch at a time because it's real quiet in my place. Until, like, people come over and then the cats try to cats. knock stuff over. What are your cats' names? Sir Minion and Lady Underling. <laughs> yes, I had to be successful in the hair business because I do have two cats and their cat food is not the normal kind. You can go to, like, Publix they and get... They eat, like, the, the bougie it's, cat Yes, food. because <clears throat> my one has, like, a stomach problem and then the other one always tries to eat the other food. If you have... Just long story short... Most people get stressed out about taking care of kids. Mikey's just about no, like cats. I have friends that have two kids. I say, look, I have two cats. It's like the same thing. It's not the same thing. Two cats, two kids is the same thing. No, it's not. You can you leave cats at home. Look, my cats have Instagram. Like, it's just like a kid. We got to post kid. pictures. You got to go, like, talk to them every once in a while. They follow me around. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, we're, we agree. Now but that it, we got that out the way. Yeah. So, I've, I was recording these videos. And then I was like, I watched this tutorial because I forgot how to do something with the software. And I saw how they recorded the tutorials. And I was like, okay, this is way better. Because I was kind of just went into straight training. Mm -hmm. Instead of showing kind of what ahead of time, what we're going to do, what we're going to change. So then I was like, you know what? This is going to be free training for people. Like, is it that big of a deal? And then I was just like, you know, my whole motto for this year is always do better. Like, is this really the best I can do? And now I'm just going to have to delete all the videos because it's honestly not the best. Like, I know I'm going to improve over time. You'll mm-hmm. improve over time making these. But right off the bat, it's not good enough. So I'm just like, okay, I wasted a couple hours. Cool. It was a learning experience. I'm going to make it this other way that I know is going to be a lot better for people that take our courses. And that's just kind of that's kind of the mindset. I think if you really want to be successful in any oh, yeah. industry, you got to really go into it. Like, is this really the best I can do? And you know, in the future, you're going to do better. What about right now? This time you recorded this, is this really the best? You know, if you can redo it, I think you have to redo it. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, you, you'll end up having to redo it later anyway. Yeah. As things change and yeah. like the, the looks change and everything else. Yeah. And by then, hopefully I'm kind of a pro, kind of like podcasting, how we're like a pro. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> still working on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the education, though. Um, yeah. I know we keep talking about it, guys, but it's coming. It takes time. I like, promise. people think that you can just kind of put this thing together. If you're going to do it right, it really does take a lot of time. The platform we already have set up and everything, but it does take a lot of time to put these courses and the thought. And, like, we're getting feedback from the Start a Hair Business Group. 
all these questions, my notifications. Oh my god, mine are like nonstop. My like, notifications you, all day, every day. It is. Un- it's good though. It's no, good it's though. great. Yeah, it's, it's great, good. but it's unbelievable how many notifications. My Facebook notifications are crazy. Yeah, crazy. The messages, and I try to be nice and I'll answer quick stuff through the messages, but. Usually when, if it's my personal time that I'm answering some of this stuff, I try to answer stuff in a larger scale. So I try to get people to post a particular question in the group mm-hmm. so I can answer it in the group. So everybody in the group, which we, I believe we just passed 6,500 people in the group. Oh, good. yeah. Yeah. Earlier today, I think we were like right at 60. No, I think we we're past that. Yeah, we're past 6,500, past, yeah, right? Past. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, the group is growing. I mean, I think we grew like 500 people just in the last week. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously definitely a need and a want for information. And I don't know about you. We talk about it all the time. Like people in the hand industry just don't like to share information. Yeah, they don't. I think that's like a lot of industries, like not just hair, but yeah, definitely. They don't like to share information, vending information, marketing information, you name it, whatever it is. People just don't like sharing it. I think a lot of people struggle with the idea of someone else either being where they are or better than them. But you have to remember that everybody's business is different. Nobody can do your business how you do your business. I mean, there's other, we have competitors. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah, our competitors could never be us. Right. We would never be our competitors. Like, everybody has their own way of doing business. There's not just one way to do business. And you have to realize that you're going to get to where you have to get to regardless of who you share your information with. Yeah, I think that's, you know, we try to be as open as possible about so many things and one of the things that still kind of bothers me, like, okay, cool, you're making some money from it, but the people, and nothing against the people that do it, like, I know some of them, but whatever, <laughs> the people that sell the vendor list, um, literally, I could just go pick, like, a few people from Alibaba, Alibaba. or something <laughs> like that and be yeah. like, here's a vendor list. It's only $100. $100. It's only $200. And because some people have a pretty large following, mm-hmm. they, they think can like, sell it. they're like, oh, cool. Like vendor list. And, you know, I, I know actually in the, we had a long discussion about this and, you know, a lot of comments and it's great to get the feedback. And the funny thing is we were actually on someone's wholesale vendor list. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, you know what? You could probably save a hundred dollars. And search Google wholesale, wholesale hair, hair. <laughs> hair extensions. And we'll pop up. And the first listing, I promise you, is private label extensions. So right there. And there's so many advantages. People say, hey, you guys are wholesale. Like you have so much competition, especially when compared to retail, right? Yeah. But what really people seem to love is they can actually stop by our office. when Talk dealing with, to somebody on the talk phone. Talk to someone on the yeah. phone. Like, get a response back. Get a response back that they understand and yeah. whatever. Dealing with China, like I've done it and I, I feel your pain, Mikey. Like yeah. I'm like, do I really have to stay up until like one, two o'clock in the morning just to get a fast response? Like, China is actually China's way better than a lot of the other countries. Like dealing with people in Vietnam Okay, it was a little moment of silence right there. I had to take a deep breath because dealing with <laughs> Vietnam is a royal pain, but the hair is so oh, incredible. Oh, it's so amazing. That's like my favorite hair to wear, the, Viet- the Vietnamese hair. Yeah, and then, my but favorite. you know, people don't really know it that well. People will be like, hey, I want Southeast Asian hair. I'm like, okay, that's Vietnam is in Southeast Asia. It's like <laughs> the heart of Southeast Asia. But, you know, like dealing with Malaysia is a pain. Malaysia. You know, I'm, I'm doing, I don't do business with Thailand anymore, but Thailand was actually really good. They mm-hmm. actually have like a whole department when you're and everything in the food else. Industry. Yeah, when I was in the food industry, Thailand was cool to work with. Great place to visit. I haven't been. I know Zakir is trying to plan a trip there next year. I will be there. Zakir will in be Phuket. there yeah, in Phuket. Phuket. And mm-hmm. what's the other place called? 
what's the island called that you want to go to? <laughs> Are you really going to do this on what? air? On air. What, what's the island? Cause you, I don't know. What's the name of the island? It's called Co... 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 Co what? Copia Island. It's called Co... P.P. P.P. She didn't believe me that it's called actually called P.P., but it really is. And if you actually look Fee-fee? it up, K.O. 8. Yeah, it's not Co-Fifi. Okay. Fifi Fee-fee Island. Fee-fee, no. Hey, Fifi. Hey. No. <laughs> okay. Fifi doesn't have his own island right now. Okay. Co-P.P. If you actually look it up, it is the most beautiful place. And if anyone's seen the movie The Beach, it was actually filmed there. And that's where you got a lot of attention. I took my mom there a couple years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. There's like... You go to the Monkey Beach, the Mosquito Island. You can't even go on. I stepped on a uh, a sea urchin oh, and it like gosh. shot up in my foot. Ooh. Oh my god, guys, never step on a sea urchin if you why, see one. First of all, why did you not have shoes on? <laughs> no, because I was doing a snorkeling off the uh, coast of the, of the Mosquito got Island. It. You can't go on the island. They're like, oh, a bunch the of Thai people are just like, oh, here, you know. There's, it's not like there's safety stuff. They're just like, go jump in the water, and then like <laughs> you had those goggles on, and like yeah. I was looking down, and I thought it's further. Like I thought the sea urchins were further down, and I'm kind of tall, so I like stepped on it and mm. shot that shock up in my body. Mm. But yeah, so Zakira's got plans to go to Kopipi Island and Phuket and Bangkok and all yes. that. So uh, I think we should get into a little bit about this email marketing thing. Oh, yeah. So email marketing, it would take us hours to go like deep, deep, deep into email marketing. But let's talk a little bit about platforms first. Yeah. So we're using a couple different platforms. There's an old platform I used to use, which I've actually moved some of our clients off of. If you're familiar with Constant Contact, that was like oh, the first, that yeah. was the first big one. I actually used them yeah. back in like 2006. I didn't my really first like business. Constant Contact. No, and you know what? They never really upgraded their software much. Yeah. And it's not, doesn't have a good user interface and all this stuff. So Constant Contact, I moved a couple of our clients over actually uh, just over the past weeks, moving over to MailChimp. MailChimp. I love MailChimp. MailChimp's legit. It is. MailChimp is, and their office is here in Atlanta. Yeah, it's right at Pond City Market. Yeah. So what's cool about MailChimp is you can, with most of the basic features, you can sign up, you can join, and then have 2,000 subscribers, and it's zero cost. It's zero a freemium dollars. model. Yeah, until you get to what, 2,000? 2,000, 2000 yeah. yeah. Then you have to pay. But And it's still pretty cheap. It's yeah, like 20, it 25 bucks. Yeah, the good thing about MailChimp, though, is they have a lot of stuff that you can do on MailChimp. But not too long ago, I won't say recently, but not too long ago, they made the automation free. Or was it? Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, See, I so have all have... paid accounts. Yeah. So I'm over the 2,000 subscribers, like a boss. How, how many subscribers do we have? A lot. Uh, private Label has, it's almost 30,000. Oh, yeah. We're doing really good. Yeah. And yeah. it's about to get, actually, I was on a call yesterday with my consultant. So yeah. I pay these consultants like ridiculous amount of money. It's like six figures a year for, honestly, a phone call once a week. Totally worth it. They oh, made yeah. me switch from MailChimp to a more advanced platform that unless you're like really big, it's three times as expensive as MailChimp. I mean, we pay a fortune for this thing. It's called Clavio. And I'll put the link in the show notes if you do want to check it out. Yeah. Much more complicated how to use than MailChimp. MailChimp is great. Like if from zero to like 50, MailChimp 50 to 100, yeah. you know, it's Clavio. But it's very user friendly too. Yeah. Very user yeah. friendly. So they were looking at all the stuff we were doing for email and they're like, this is good. But, but it's it not, be better. it can be better, <laughs> you know, so they're giving me all these things. I have this whole, I honestly, like I'm an entrepreneur and I pay people a lot of money and I feel like I have a boss now. They're like, do all this stuff. But those will be, some of those things will be kind of in, in when we do a class. I told you I want to do a class on yeah. advanced email marketing stuff, mm-hmm. right? 
But getting people's emails is so crucial. And the tools that MailChimp provides is really good. I'll give you one example, actually. A lot of people in the Start a Hair Business group on Facebook, they say, hey, I'm going to do this vendor event and do some other stuff. Like, what should I have on my table? This, that, the other. And I say, always say, do you have MailChimp? Yes. Are you collecting mm-hmm. emails? Like iPad, if you need pen and paper, make sure you're just having people write their emails, adding them in directly into your MailChimp off your iPad. Yeah, even phone. better, even from your phone or iPad, yeah. you can get the MailChimp app. It's free. And as they sign up, they basically can put in their email right there because I used to do the pen and pad or paper and pad uh, yeah. or paper and pen, I guess, back in the paper day. Pen, when I yeah. used to do my food <laughs> events, I actually bought one of those stands where it's kind of like, you know, you go to an orchestra and the guy's going like this with the sticks. And oh, it's like, yeah. You know, like a music reader. Yeah, a music yeah, reader. Stand. I actually had a yeah. music reader stand and then I had like the sign up and it says get a free Thai food cookbook. Oh, and wow. it was just in PDF version. Yeah, so yeah, it didn't yeah. cost me anything. Yeah. I would get like hundreds of emails every single show. Yeah, I think creating ebooks or like anything free, like checklists or charts or 10 step guides or whatever. Like, I made one for just myself and I collected like over 500 emails in one week. Yeah, like, we met with, uh, we, you know, we, in, yeah, yeah, we do yeah. like bi weekly or weekly meetings with young entrepreneurs and kind of sit down, hey, where are you? What are you doing? And then let's give them some tips for success. And one of the things was she had a nice guide, but she was mm-hmm. charging $5 for it. And yeah. what do you say? I told her, make it free. Because how many has she sold for $5? Zero. And yeah, I'm going to follow up with her actually maybe next week and ask her if she made it free. And if she did, how many did she download, get downloaded? Because now she'll have emails. Yeah. So that way, that's a great way to get emails is you have something to download. As an example, if you visit our website, privatelabelextensions.com, you'll see it's like a row of products. And then you'll see a couple different things you can download. One thing is... The price list people love to download. I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a checklist for your hair business yep. and then something else for hair business. And it's all free information, good information. People want it. Yeah. They download it and we get the emails. It's not just a trap to get your emails. It's definitely information that you can use. No fluff. Yeah. You've got to provide value when, mm-hmm. when getting an email. It's, you can't just, you know, I see these boxes in the bottom of websites and it's like, uh, yeah. subscribe to my newsletter. And it's like totally a robot. And you're like, <laughs> okay, why do I just want a whole another email? Like yeah. I'm not getting any value from it, you know, anything else. Why would someone sign up for that? So you have to say, okay, if, if you have that on your website and you know that you don't sign up for other people's, yeah. why do you have it on yours? <laughs> and I've never put my, maybe once or twice if I go to like Unless a marketing it's something touch. I want, like Unless information. Unless it's something crazy good, yeah. like some website that I don't want to forget about mm-hmm. and I want more information later. Yeah. But still... People don't sign up for that kind of stuff. You've got to give them value. Yep. The problem with if you, you know, just throw something together and ask for an email, once they get the email and they look at it and it's crap and they're never going to want to buy from you because then they may think that whatever you're offering later may not be of value to them. Yeah. So it's always good out the door to give information. It's okay if it's free. Like give out a... Maybe a, a do an ebook on hair extension care or something like that. Now all of your clients, potential clients, know how to care for their hair extensions when they purchase from you. Which is important. So stuff like that. Yeah, very important. Yeah. So give, give value. If you want to get something from someone, you always have to remember, whether it's email or anything else, you have to provide value back to the person that you're getting from. Yep. So that's really, really important. And then what's cool about MailChimp is you said the automation. How much have you oh, yeah. used of the automation with your stuff? So I have an uh, email. Once you subscribe, you get an email. Um, if you purchase a product, you get an email. But I don't have it set up in depth. 
I, when I was, I was telling you about the guy that we had on the call yesterday and um, he has 45 set up for just everything. Like right. When discount codes, just a bunch of stuff, 45 mm-hmm. and it generates a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So email, email can ge- help generate 20 to 40% more sales. So with MailChimp, some of the, the absolute best one MailChimp has. So if you sign up for MailChimp is the abandoned cart. So when yeah. people are, you go to people's checkouts all the time. You don't finish checking out. People do it to us like all the time. All the time. <laughs> don't finish checking out. It's just part of e-commerce. Yeah. So the abandoned cart is after they begin the checkout process, it, they put in their email. MailChimp captures that. And then you can have a setting like, hey, I want to send them an email maybe four hours later, a day later. And it's just these friendly reminders yeah. to say, hey, you left something in your cart, like come back to and shop with us. Yeah. Those emails literally print money. Oh, they do. So let's break it down for them and give them like a scenario. So let's just say I go on Private Label Extension's website and I'm looking at the closures just because I'm, I'm thinking about buying a closure on Saturday maybe. And I put the closure in my cart and then I exit out of it and I forget about it. And now I don't remember that Private Label Extensions was the site that I went to to find the closure. So Saturday rolls around and I'm ready to buy my closure. And I can't remember, but I just got an email Saturday morning that says, hey, you forgot about your closure. Now I'm going to purchase that closure from Private Label because they've reminded me that I had something in the cart. So that's basically what Mikey was explaining. Yeah, and, and MailChimp, you can if you use WordPress with WooCommerce or if you're using Shopify, MailChimp syncs with that very well. Yeah. So it'll not just say send an email and say, hey, you forgot to make a purchase. Say, hey, you forgot to make a purchase. Have the it'll pull the product photo, a little bit of the title, the description. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it's click. So when you see it, you're like, yep, that was it. I What's should click on it. What's the other one that we started using that we just started using? I sent you a screenshot of it and it was like, oh, wow. Oh, my browse abandonment. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, in advance. So there's some new software that if the way that these newsletter systems and your websites talk to each other and connect, it will know what products. So if, if you're signed up for a newsletter and it has a cookie on your computer, mm-hmm. you can actually go to a website. So it will send you, you don't even have to put it in your cart and go to the checkout page yet. It's just you looked at a product. And even MailChimp actually has this now. Oh, does it? Yeah, it does. So basically within MailChimp, I forgot the exact name of it. I'll put it in the show notes. So if you go to hairbizradio.com episode seven. subscribe. Oh, (laughs) we always throw in that subscribe. I'm going to have like a little sign that says subscribe. Subscribe. So yeah, I'll put it in there what the exact one is. But basically, if you just look at a product, it'll send you a little reminder of like, hey, are you still interested in this? (laughs) I thought it was Those things were great. So some of the, just to break it down real quick, the abandoned cart ones, fantastic. Yep. The browse abandonment, you have to do some tests with this. Another good one is a follow-up email after someone's purchase, maybe asking for a review. So when you order from private label, it's usually like a couple weeks afterwards. Yeah. You say, hey, Give leave a review. Use the product. A lot of people won't actually spend the time to leave a review. So you got to figure out what you do. Maybe give them a coupon or something special, free shipping off their next order, just to help entice them to do the review. Yeah. So you got to think about that. And then some of the other ones are, you can see MailChimp will know when's the last time you sent out an email. So you can do something like, hey, someone hasn't bought from you in a while or repeat customers. There's all these automations that you just set up once. Nice. But you know, this is the thing you got to remember. You don't set up the automations once and be like, oh, I'm done. I'll come back next year and look at this. <laughs> like you have to do some tests. So sometimes they'll have like an A-B, A-B test. Testing. Yeah. 
So you do the A-B testing and you'll say, okay, I think this is one's good, but maybe someone else might think this one's better. You let it run and then you figure out which one works the best. Then you switch to the best one. Yeah. And then maybe that's how you keep doing it. And that's how companies, it becomes this 1% tweak that makes all the difference when it's like 1% here, 1% better here, 1% better here. Because yep. it's very rare you're going to be able to go from like... Zero to 100. Zero to 100, <laughs> real quick. It's not like Drake. No, it's not like Drake, okay? <laughs> so that's it's honestly not going to happen. So you got to make sure you review it and really go over the emails, look what's working, what doesn't, yep. make sure you don't have too many subscribers. Another thing actually that's really good is what we do is we send out our newsletters usually during the week. yeah. And then in MailChimp, I'll do a, a screenshot of this as well in the show notes, is won't say, say I sent an email on Tuesday. On Saturday, recreate that campaign. So I'll copy the campaign. But instead of just sending to everyone again, we get real specific. Yeah. People who didn't open it, maybe. Right. Yeah. So you can do this uh, logic in MailChimp where it'll say, okay, I sent the email to these people. Okay. So that's one group. And this says, I want to send... This email, I want to segment the group to the people that didn't open it because MailChimp knows when you open it. Yeah. Right? So I think that's like one of the best features. <laughs> it is. It is the best, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Because no one wants to get the same email they just got like earlier. But right. if you didn't open it, so I usually keep the body of the email pretty much the same. But in the heading, I changed the heading because maybe my first heading wasn't catchy enough for them. Mm. But maybe the second heading, I change it up a little bit. Maybe yeah. add a little extra personality. That's a great tip. Yeah, this is real important because you have to get the most out of your efforts. Mm -hmm. And this is a quick way to send the email out. And, you know, not as many people open the second one as the first one generally because it's less people you're sending it to. But the response is still great. And they think they just got a new email. Yeah. And then also another thing is don't get discouraged when you get people unsubscribed from your email list. I know I kind of took it to heart a couple of times when I had some unsubscribe. I was like, let me see who unsubscribed from my mailing list. And I would be like, really? Like, and then after that, I'm like, eh, oh, well, they're not my customers. <laughs> yeah. At, you know what? If someone's not going to really be your customer, yeah. you honestly don't want them on your email list because yeah. you're going to do nothing but pay nothing. more. Yeah. I would rather have 100 people on my email list that are going to buy Versus 500 people who only like maybe 50 of them are buying. Right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Quality over quantity for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's really important. So you don't worry about that. Another feature actually that MailChimp has recently launched, I think about two months ago mm -hmm. to everybody. This is a good one. Okay. So <laughs> I know in one of the previous episodes, we talked about Facebook marketing. We did. Okay. That was episode two or three, something mm -hmm. like that. So we talked about Facebook marketing. Now... When like when I show you the back end of Facebook and our private label, it's pretty complicated. Like, oh, it's very complicated. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like people would look at this and say, oh, my God, what you know, it's like the matrix <laughs> going by. You know what I mean? But like I can see the matrix now because I've been doing this for a while and I look at it every single day. But if you want to get started with Facebook marketing or the Google display ads marketing, MailChimp makes it really easy. I don't know if you've seen this yet. I don't think so. So you click create a campaign. Mm -hmm. And instead of creating an email campaign, you click an ad campaign. Oh. And what MailChimp does is they'll take all your email list and they'll match it with people on Facebook that with their emails. And if it's the same email they signed up with, they create this kind of Facebook audience for you. Mm -hmm. And then you can create ads from your email list to show up on Facebook oh, that's really or good. through Google. And it's like the most least complicated way to retarget people. Oh, yeah. That's really good. 
actually. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's so simple to do. And MailChimp was brilliant to work with Facebook on this. Hopefully, they'll do it for other platforms as well, maybe like Pinterest or uh, yeah. you know, Twitter. Instagram. I'm just not even a fan. Yeah, the Facebook is Facebook and Instagram. Oh, right. I, I didn't, yeah, because yeah. Facebook and Instagram because, are. Yeah. yeah, same thing. So, yeah, same thing. yeah, so that's so cool. That is really cool, yeah. And it's just it's just another way because you know sometimes someone might be on someone else's computer. So like how you do the retargeting on uh, Facebook, yeah. they might be on someone else's computers, but they might have signed up for something. So you never know when you're going to kind of get somebody's like information and be able to retarget to them. Yeah, because retargeting is retargeting everything. Ads is everything. I, actually, I got a DM this morning, or it wasn't a DM; it was an Insta story, and somebody was saying. Please tell me how to get Fashion Nova off of my feed. And I said, I messaged them back and said, it's impossible. It's retargeting ads. <laughs> yeah, it's, you have to have it like, geez, it's pretty much impossible. <laughs> like, you know, what's funny is like last year I would put just on my personal Facebook, I would put links to my sites that I work with. So people can click it. So people like in my personal, but you know, most <laughs> of my customers, so yeah. I actually have a lot of customers that I'm friends with and I'm mm -hmm. cool, whatever. And I don't really do anything that fun anymore. I'm just always working, so it doesn't matter. I remember but, when Mikey had his fun days. Yeah, I used we to have fun get days. Into that yeah, <laughs> so I don't even post the links. Like you'll never see six months, maybe even in the whole 2017. I don't think I've posted a link to some of the older sites we're working on mm -hmm. heavy, just because I just don't want people to click over. And, and mess up the conversion. Mess up my conversion, yeah. the targeting, kind of everything. Like I'm so, even though we get so much traffic, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like, I just don't want to mess up my targeting and send unwanted people because literally when you go to our site, you will see us forever. Forever. And I will continue. <laughs> like, I'm looking at, there's certain things. Like, honestly, as of right now, I don't have an Insta story ad. Oh, yeah, we'll have one. But so, we'll have one. I mean, yeah. it's just like, for us, we've got to the point where we have to be everywhere. And be creative, though. Like, I want to create, I don't have it on there because I just didn't want to throw up any old ad. Yeah. I wanted something kind of creative and fun. Kind yeah. of fun. Cause you know, you're going through the stories. I don't know about you. So when you're advertising, I, I skip see, over them. You know, right away because <laughs> it's overly produced. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. Like I these, skip over them. these overproduced stories, they do not work. It's the big companies that do it. Yeah. Literally the ones that someone has their cell phone and it's like this, it kind of gets you to stop for at least for a, a second. second. Yeah. At least for a second. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are just like this produced looks like a commercial. You're like, you can tell that they're ads too. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I'm going to use like my old Samsung phone and make an ad. <laughs> With like some of the 40 inch bundles just to get people's attention. Like it's got to look kind of That's raw and rugged. Yeah. So people just don't go pink. Yeah. Because I'll pink. swipe left in a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's really important. And with your MailChimp, you know, just real quick, kind of finishing up the email stuff. Your newsletters, they don't always have to be salesy. Yeah. So MailChimp makes it easy where once you sync your site, it'll import the products. And very rarely, actually, if you're getting the private label extensions emails, will you see like our products in there, like the photos and all the stuff and make it salesy. When I write the emails, I try to make them a little bit more fun. Most of the time, it'll link to an article we wrote that kind of supports maybe something we are selling. I mean, it comes down to it's a business. So you eventually you do have to sell. Definitely. Talk about how I know before when we first started doing email, we did do some selling points in the emails. What was that transition like? Sales wise, like, do we get more people interacting with the emails now that we don't have sales 
in there. Like literally, there's no pictures. There's no anything. Yeah, there's like no. This you don't difference. see our logo. There's no photo. Yeah, exactly. Very rare. Yeah. Maybe once every couple months, I'll have one of those. You know, I think people open them and they realize that they feel a little bit better about actually reading what you write. Yeah. When they don't feel like someone's trying to push this product down their throat. Yeah. Like, hey, buy this. Yeah. It's <laughs> not just like, hey, buy this. Like. You know, I like to give a little bit of information, you know, what's the best weave, this, that, the other, mm-hmm. because there's different, all sorts of, you know, there's just so much involved, right? So these plain text emails that we send out, they seem to perform pretty well because I'll tell you what happens. If you have an email that's real salesy, Google knows, and they put it in, like, I always try to get in that main inbox. Yeah. Instead of the promotion, Google box. will put yeah. Google will slide you to the side so quick, like yeah. like Zakir going through Insta Story ad, just <laughs> slide it to the side. And if you're in that side component, the open rate for your email will be a lot less. Yeah, I actually don't even open really emails in my promotional. Very ad. rare, right? Yeah, very rare, especially on mobile. Yeah, unless I'm looking for a coupon. Yeah, but like, you know, on my mobile, I just see the feed and like, I oh, have, yeah, I accidentally set up this thing with through Gmail. So I don't get like any emails anymore unless I go through the, I have like a main feed mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Google made this feed like you may or may not want this. So I don't really, I mean, I barely check. Yeah. I mean, it, it filters out a lot of the yeah. stuff. So you have to have a really well-written kind of good email to get into that priority feed. Yep. And that can make the difference between like a hundred people or 500 people open your email. Yeah, for sure. And then actually one last thing that I would say, once you do have a big list, like our list is, you know, like I said, about 30,000 right now, our goal by the end of 2018, I'm telling you 2018, we're going to have 100,000. 100,000. That's the goal. 100K. 100K. But what I do now is because our list is so big, yeah. it's like I can't send the whole email at once. Oh, uh, break it because down. Because literally the phones like shut down. And it's so hard. We have trouble keeping up with the phones now. Oh, yeah. So when I send out these newsletters, I'll like go in the office. I warn everyone, guys, I'm sending out a newsletter. Like the phones Beware. are going to blow up. Beware. <laughs> is right now, like uh, now I have to start. I used to always send them around noon Eastern time. Now I send them even a couple hours earlier. And then I say I'll send it at, I'll set the time. Mm-hmm. You can say send now or yeah. you can say schedule. Schedule it. Yeah. Scheduling emails are like very great. Great Oh, it's such a nice feature. So I'll schedule it for 10 and then I'll say, okay, take our list and break it up into 26 segments. 26 is the max MailChimp allows. Mm -hmm. So it's about a thousand something people per segment and send each segment every 15 minutes. So literally the whole day MailChimp's just sending our emails. So that way the website's not getting bombarded. I mean, our website literally all the people who go out once and our website would be fine because oh, yeah, we have hosting that good, is good like hosting. That good that is not that, that sorry, GoDaddy, but we do not have that GoDaddy hosting. GoDaddy we do not hosting. put our clients on GoDaddy hosting or Bluehost, any other crapping hosting. Oh my god, Bluehost is like a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I, we can't even work on people's sites because you know right away if someone's on GoDaddy or Bluehost, like the site's so slow. Yeah. And people don't realize they're like, Oh, but it's only four dollars a month. I was like, but good That's hosting. The quality you're getting. <laughs> good hosting is twenty dollars a month, and all these people are going to go away from your website. So please, if you're using bad hosting, like think about this a little bit because it's costing you more than it's saving you. Yeah, it's being what is the saying? Penny wise, dollar foolish. I have no clue. I've never heard that one. Come on, but you heard that HD? <laughs> I never heard. Jeez, Penny, you just dated yourself, Mikey. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm same age as Dallas, twenty nine. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so make sure that you schedule your campaigns if you have a larger list or if you're going out of town, 
say you're going out of town for a week and you kind of want to detox your brain yeah. some and you don't have a big team to run everything, you can have a lot of this stuff scheduled already. So you can kind of be like, okay, I'm out of town, but my these things I don't have to worry about because it's all scheduled, it's automated, it's running, you have mm-hmm. the automation set up. So those are always working for you, the abandoned cart and yep. the browse abandonment, welcome emails, review emails, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. You know, that's so fantastic because it was never like that 10 years ago. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm going to say it again because I say it all the time. I don't know about the podcast, but I tell people <laughs> there has never been a better time to have an online business oh, than, than now. right now. Right now. Never a better time. Yeah, e-commerce is like flourishing. It is just everything <laughs> blowing up. You can advertise through social media so easy. You can collect emails still. You can do all the Google AdWords is still popular, mm-hmm. uh, expensive, but popular. But I'm telling you, in a couple years, it's going to get more expensive to advertise on Facebook and Instagram because oh, they're sure. already running out of the feed. I can see. There's just not enough space in the news feed to do all this stuff. And Instagram, I mean, and Facebook and Instagram are running out of room. So the prices are going to start going up. But now some of the bigger businesses are coming in with yeah. bigger ad dollars. So they're taking over. They're taking over again. So now is the time, like really get your hair business started or whatever type of business. If you're listening to this, yeah, it is now is the time. Now or never. Now or more expensive. Yeah. Now or more expensive. Like <laughs> yeah. it'll still work, but yeah. now is the easiest time. You yep. know, really the way they have the analytics set up and everything. Facebook's improved so much. So now's the time. Now. Now, so don't wait. Actually, someone posted a question. Hey, when's a good time to start a hair Mikey's business? Mikey's like, now. No, I'm like, what's this question? <laughs> what are like, you waiting for? What are you waiting for? <laughs> I always ask people, like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, you're going to fail. You're going to mess things up. Things are going to go wrong. Get never, that out of the way now. It will now. never be perfect. It's never, never going to be We've perfect. We've made it so easy, like with dropship bundles. You uh, know, a lot of people's excuses were, well, I don't have the money or... You know, I'm going to wait till I get $1,000 so I can invest in hair. And I'm like, why? We have dropship. Yeah. We invented the wheel. Don't go try to reinvent it. Like I always say this too. If there was an easier way to start a hair business, I would we would be doing it. Right, like, exactly. There's no easier way than the way we do the dropship with the custom packaging and everything. Mm-hmm. We actually should maybe talk a little bit more about that next episode when it's just us. Let's talk a little bit about dropshipping, the benefits, kind of the system, how... Kind of how, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners actually on this is people that do work with us and our dropship clients. Yeah. And I think it would actually be pretty cool and interesting to them just to explain how the whole process came about, you know, where we started with dropship bundles and kind of like additional websites oh, yeah, and packaging really and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the evolution. So people understand like, hey, this didn't just happen overnight. Like this took time. There were mistakes and we fixed stuff and it's just all a process because any business you start, it's a process. Oh, for sure. And you got to enjoy the process, even though sometimes it hurts. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace it. Yep. I always tell people, fall in love with the process. Like the stuff that you learn while you're going through the process is going to be way much more valuable than the outcome. You learn a lot going through the process. Like we learned a ton of stuff. From when we started oh to God. like now, and it's it helps you move on and not make the same mistakes that you made. Yeah, and you know what? One of the best part is that we can now we've got to this point mm-hmm. where we can give back to those people. I actually talked to. I'm going to have him as a guest. Is one of the guys my banker at SunTrust, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have, bring him in here because he's a younger guy, and he was. He, I got him listening to podcasts now. I'm like, oh, dude, cool. stop <laughs> listening to all this radio. You're listening to the same songs. Yeah, I don't same seven think. songs <laughs> over and over. 
right? Like, you know, <laughs> I know you got the red bottoms. I know you don't dance no more. That's cool. But like, <laughs> let's be, this is not helping your business. Yeah. Okay. People sitting in their car for an hour, just listen to the same stuff. Listen yeah. to a podcast. If not us, there's plenty of other good podcasts out for there sure. that you can learn a lot from. But it's so nice to be able to give back. And he was talking about how much he learned just listening to this that so many people see people that have kind of made it mm -hmm. and they think that they just made it overnight oh, or then you go through all. the struggle no, and the pain and all. the yeah. emotions. You never and, know. Like you never know what, what somebody had to go through to get to where they are now. That's why I always tell people like, Stop letting the world set a pace for you that causes you to lose your peace. Like, it's just crazy. You you don't know what they had to go through. Somebody was homeless before they made a million dollars. Like, mm -hmm. just listen to all of these millionaire stories. Like, they didn't come from money. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. I no. mean, it's incredible. Not everyone graduated What's college. His name? Elon Musk. His, oh, yeah. He has a great story. Oprah, Bill Gates. Like, Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas. Phenomenal story. Like, everybody has these stories that they had to go through mud before they actually got Mikey, like, I think I probably know Mikey's story better than Mikey knows his story. <laughs> like, Mikey came here with, what, $1,000 in cash, $1,000 in credit card debt, and now look at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some so, work. Definitely. Just fall in love with the process. It's going to be hard. If it's easy, everybody would do it. Yeah, Literally. For sure. Eric Thomas, the words of Eric Thomas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I think that's everything for today's episode. We got lots more episodes and guests coming. And make sure that you subscribe and maybe tell a friend about the podcast. And subscribe and then tell another friend about the podcast. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. And yes. then uh, we still have an episode five. Mm -hmm. Was it five or six we had five. the giveaway? Five. Yeah, episode five we have a giveaway. So we're still running that. So pretty much every other week we're going to do a giveaway. So make sure you go back to episode five. We're giving, a one, giving away a one-year membership the dropship bundles. So basically you can start your hair business for nothing. Nothing. Right. <laughs> which is not always good because when, you know, people get something free, they don't yeah. take it as serious. If so you if you don't invest in it, it may not be that near and dear to your heart. But it could be someone that is really needing this right now. They yeah. just don't have the finances. We understand. We'd love to set you up with a free membership, get you selling, hopefully make some money and kind of you know, start going from there. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to episode seven of Hair Biz Radio with Mikey and myself. Next week, how about you guys tell us what you want to talk about next week? Make sure you leave some comments in the show notes. If you're in the Start a Hair Business group, make sure you um, post in the group some topics that you would want to hear about, hear us talk about and go more in depth to. Um, and we'll get those up. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. Thank you for listening and make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Later.